Hello, 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 guys. Welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia coming to you on yet another phenomenal action-packed week. मतलब you know for people like us who are uh, you know political buffs, talk, uh, read about history as well, sports, culture. Which week is really not action-packed? But you know this week especially a lot of things were going on and stuff. But we are here today on Mind Podcast not. to completely just do a news wrap of of the week we will talk about the news of the week as well but we are also here to talk about topics that are not discussed in mainstream media topics that even podcasters don't completely delve into for and uh, a, a, a scope and a variety uh, of discussions of not just personalities but of issues and um, current you know current affairs within this within the space which we are going to talk about the reason i'm not completely laying out the topic is because there is no one topic this is a this is going to be a discussion over a multitude uh, of topic from politics to culture to ecosystems and so forth and i have a fabulous guest uh, with me today i have with me guru prakash paswan who is a national spokesperson of the bjp is an assistant professor at the patna university he is an author he is a columnist and an academic and um, uh, has recently completed his phd from du one of the first people from within his community the paswan community to finish the phd and uh, you know congratulations many congratulations to you and you know as uh is 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 someone whose viewpoints who's uh, i always look out for uh, i always you know uh, want have an engaged you know engaged myself with what he has to say and you know get more knowledge out of it so he's here with us on mind podcast and i couldn't be happier for a fascinating discussion welcome to mind podcast guru thank you so much uh, adit bhai uh, it's a matter of uh... honor and privilege to be oh, at the oh. mind makers podcast obviously uh, we got an opportunity to chit chat physically when i was yes. in houston and uh, i have read about it and mind makers as a platform i think uh, i've been speaking on real issues i've been speaking uh, from a standpoint of an objective detached dispassionate uh, on different issues because these days we know that uh, organizations especially media organizations they have their own uh, agenda they have their own issues but uh, as someone who has been following your work mind makers has been doing a phenomenal job uh, especially among the diaspora and covering issues uh, domestically as well so i'm looking forward to this conversation with you adit absolutely absolutely pleasure the pleasure is ours and thank you for coming here you know to kick things off right you you mentioned i mean it was great meeting you here in houston uh, i seldom get to say that uh, because you know uh, houston pe mulakatein hoti hai but you know not all the time so but this this happened very recently and, and we were talking about uh, one thing amongst other things uh, we were talking about your fantastic book that you've written and i don't want to go straight into the book i want to kind of build up to the book as coming back i mean you know just taking a step back you've been uh, you've been an academic you've been a student then you've been a columnist and author and the political journey has simultaneously gone gone with it right so when i talk about you reading this book or, or coming approaching it with a very historical perspective what shaped that journey and where did you start from and how did you get here so very small question as you can say <laughs> Yes, definitely. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of as, course, yeah. as 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 spokesperson, we are designed to respond to such questions as well. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> part of our job. Uh, but interestingly, uh, you see, this project uh, 
the book which i have co-authored with a very dear friend of mine sudarshan ramabhadran so we started in 2015 it was uh, birth anniversary of uh, baba saheb ambedkar and uh, we sort of uh, thought collectively that we should write something uh, that has not been explored yet than an explored dimensions of the personality of baba saheb ambedkar because you see unfortunately our generation when we read baba saheb ambedkar what we have been told we have been told that he was exclusively the leader of the subaltern classes leader of the depressed classes he was someone who gave voice to the voiceless rightly so appropriately but uh, as an academic as someone who is genuinely curious about knowing more about his personality we are not told his role as a phenomenal economist so i was uh, when i was touring the us i went to university of columbia and i consciously made this effort to reach out to herbert lehman library so herbert lehman library is one of the very important libraries in the university of columbia and in the entire history of the library there is not a single bust of any other individual but for baba saheb ambedkar wow it is a matter of great honor and privilege for people like us here you have someone absolutely exactly baba saheb ambedkar who makes this journey and if you mm. look at it like this you would also realize that during that time many mm. of his generation they were going to uk for education in law for training in bar so that they can come back and probably make a more lucrative career out of it but ambedkar as a person ambedkar as a scholar he chooses to go to university of columbia because he had an interest in philosophy in sociology and something which sort of compels you to think and develop perspective on different issues so ambedkar for that matter goes to university of columbia and his issues he his interaction with uh, professor john devy for that matter so the point which i am trying to make is when we wrote that article on the unexplored dimensions of ambedkar ambedkar beyond depressed classes ambedkar beyond constitution the role right. of ambedkar and his different facets of personality the organic feedback which we received was hmm. excellent it was wonderful people were like so we thought that uh, there is a group of people out there hmm. who want hmm. to read uh, on these issues who want to read about baba saheb ambedkar who want to read about dalit history from a different angle from a different perspective yes. because unfortunately what is happening is that you see dalit literature or dalit history hmm. that has hmm. been viewed and written from the angle of two extremes yeah one the definitely the history of atrocity the history mm. of violence the history of exploitation to which i am not denying there has certainly mm. been uh, instances and historical accounts of discrimination as well but at the same time the case which we are trying to build is that that we have mm. to identify icons and other we must understand that icons create inspiration mm. icons inspiration within the communities that have been at the margins so one of the fundamental ideas behind the book was this to identify icons and create a different version a positive version of dalit history and and what uh, struck me here is icons were also creating a timeline of the growth 
and the strength to strength uh, i mean dekho i think there is no there's no disagreement here that we still have a long ways to go there are issues of discrimination within happening in certain pockets that need to be addressed and so forth but on the larger part from what the book talks about right let's i mean i'm 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 just going to take i mean we can start with you know you talk about uh, baba saheb ambedkar but then you get into a political sort of uh, when you talk about kanchi ram babu jagjeevan ram and so forth till you know you are going to k uh, k r narayan who became the first dalit president of india so uh, it, it, it's it's a it's a fascinating journey and one doesn't think that that is the be all end all uh, uh, you know as abhi to bahut bahut kuch likhna hai aur aage jana but someone has to start and i think what struck me about the book and i i've been really i actually you know i reread parts of the book that i i had marked on you know the, the wonderful part and i'm i please guys amazon does not pay me i just prefer reading it on a kindle so that i can travel and i just have one kindle but you know it lets me highlight so that's why i was showing the ebook because personally i prefer uh, that i i mean i want i love physical books but you know you can you can get it your ebook copy of the ebook but you know coming back to this um in your mind right were you also conscious about talking about historic figures like you know rani jalkari bai or you know when you talk about valmiki vedvyas or you know jogindranath mandal as well and 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 most i would say about 90% of your book is about historic figures that existed in the last 200 odd years you know so how how does one make that transition ki there are about 25% of the leaders that people like you and me or people who are even younger than us have read about them you know have grown up reading them even in school textbooks and there are some like i don't think a uh, someone like me who's born and raised in gujarat knew as much as he should have about guru ravidas i frankly knew more about it after i was done and I, the reason i give the gujarat's example is ki we the the icons we would know about are, so bhimrao ambedkar we do read quite a bit about you know because of his connection to the baroda uh, empire and you know maharashtra and all that so how how does one deal with that right how does one approach that oh that's interesting so when we were sort of in this process of identifying the icons we sort of had an unsaid rule that uh, we have to take in mind uh, the gender diversity that uh, both uh, male and female icons are represented equally we also made an effort to see that uh, we have regional diversity as well so when you say there is a, a sant ravidas there is a sant kabir we also have someone like tiruvallur from tamil nadu we also have someone like gurun jishwa from uh, andhra pradesh we also have someone like ayankalli and narayan guru from kerala who are not talked about and interestingly when i was uh, doing this conversation people were really positively surprised to see that uh, there are icons and important icons from the south of india as well and that's something which is very important because if you look at us culturally you look at us civilizationally for us the definition of nation is not just geography for us the definition of nation is civilizational it is cultural when you have someone like uh, and i frequently like to go back to this because uh, late sushma swaraj ji once made a very interesting comment on the floor of the parliament mm. she when she was explaining the concept of rashtra she mm. said and i still remember and adit it honestly gives me goosebumps so back then there was uh, the speaker of lok sabha was somnath chatterjee and mm. sushma ji was so vociferous in saying 
that our cultural and civilizational imagination of nation is that a somnath chatterjee who is born in east india yeah. their parents unke jo mata pita hai wo apne bacche ka naam somnath karte hain jo ki pashchimi bharat mein jyotirling ke naam pe rakha jata hai तो पूर्वी भारत में एक बालक का जन्म होता है और उस बालक का नाम सोमनाथ रखा जाता है जो कि पश्चिमी भारत गुजरात में तट पे एक ज्योतिर्लिंग है ऐसे बहुत सारे उदाहरण हैं ऐसे बहुत सारे एग्जांपल हैं सो दिस वाज वन ऑफ आवर अंडरलाइंग सॉर्ट ऑफ इंसेंटिव दैट वी हैव टू आइडेंटिफाई जेंडर डाइवर्सिटी वी हैव टू आइडेंटिफाई आइकॉन्स फ्रॉम अक्रॉस द पार्ट ऑफ डिफरेंट पार्ट्स ऑफ द कंट्री सो दैट वाज वन इंपॉर्टेंट इंस्पिरेशन बिहाइंड इट बट इंटरेस्टिंगली द फैक्ट दैट यू पॉइंटेड आउट about uh, the political figures which we have hmm. so hmm. while speaking about political figures and again when i was in the us so i mean that's a different ball game altogether but if you look hmm. at the hmm. leadership post independence hmm. you look at ambedkar hmm. you look at babu jagjivan ram we have written about babu jagjivan ram kanchi hmm. ram mayawati ramlas paswan all of them hmm. all of them have been devout hindus babu jagjivan ram interestingly the only the deputy prime minister if you go to his memorial in new delhi you would still see a tulsi ka paudha hmm anshiram ji never converted mayawati never converted ramvilas paswan never converted so we have to realize even when baba saheb ambedkar converted to buddhism hmm. buddhism is indic faith hmm. so baba saheb ambedkar also has this realization so whenever i when i was in the us people were saying hmm. oh hindutva culture is exclusivist hindutva culture is supremacist i gave them simple example that you look at the leadership of my community my leadership have been devout hindus the present leadership have been devout hindus the past leadership have been devout hindus so this entire question and another very important example which i gave and i have also like plugged in that you look at the three foundational texts of our culture and civilization the mahabharat the ramayana and the constitution of india they were all authored by dalits so the point is not this the point is that there is a specific and which we often term the breaking india forces which the honorable prime minister also mentioned mm-hmm. as one one of his speeches recently ki bahut sari aisi shaktiyan hain aisi bahut sari shaktiyan hain jo ki caste aur gender ko apna pyar banana chahti hain aur caste aur gender ke naam pe hamare culture hamare civilization pe aakraman karte hain so there is time and when you ask this question to book likhne ke piche hamari ye bhi mansha thi ki jati aur jo gender ka vimarsh hai usme ek sakaratmak hastakshep hone ki bhi avashyakta hai hmm nahi absolutely on i think you hit a couple of very fantastic points ki hindutva or whatever you talked about in terms of religion right it you said in, in the book also you talk about it's not reduced to a political message it's reduced to a belief it's a belief system of what someone believed in right now you one can argue in 1955 or 1950 or 1980 or 2010 the awareness the uh, the 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 issues that you know discussions that need to be had probably we were having them more in 1980 than we were in 1950 or and that too have context and that too has consequences so that that is why you know um, uh, you you have the evolution of dalit politics as you talked about um now but but i want to talk a little bit about and I, i'll come back to your book in a second but i want to talk about something a, 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 it's a, it's a video you posted today you talked uh, i think you posted on your twitter and your uh, instagram um about uh, dalit literature 
and ecosystem, right? So where you were doing the talk at uh, GLF with my friends, Ananda, you, uh, it's a fantastic talk, guys. I would recommend anyone who hasn't, uh, uh, please do check it out. Um, you talked about the leftist ecosystem, which claims that they stand for uh, the, uh, the equality, so to speak, but they don't have that inclusion in their own Politburo where, you know, I mean, I don't know, it happened, what, five years ago? I, do, I don't even know when it happened, when uh, the leader was included. And so are we to believe that the Communist Party of India, Marxist or others did not find the uh, Dalit leaders amongst within ranks or that Dalits never wanted to be communists? I don't, I don't mean this facetiously, but I, I, I quite, because they claim that they, if they are, you know, then uh, is the Politburo representative of India? It really isn't. Because they claim if they are talking about adequate representation, why don't they have it there? Very interesting. Very interesting. So, you know, when I spoke about this issue, obviously in uh, Houston at the JLF session, and yeah. this, this was received very well because unfortunately you see the amount of literature, the amount of scholarship which has been generated by the left. And mm. I am of this firm opinion that there was an understanding between the Congress government and the leftist establishment post-independence. Congress ne ka ki bhai raj paat hum sambhalenge aur jitna intellectual or academic kaam hai wo aap log dekho. Ye bhi ek adbandan tha. Ye bhi ek alliance or understanding Congress or communistro ki tab se jiska hum log natija dekhte hai. To agar ye denialism nahi hai. Agar log deny kare hai aaj Congress ke log or vam bandhi shakti hai deny kare to mein isko sukar nahi karunga. और यही कारण था जब 2004 में यूपीए वन की सरकार आती है यूपीए वन की सरकार आती है और नेशनल एडवाइजरी काउंसिल बनता है तो उसमें कांग्रेस और कांग्रेसों का जो गठबंधन था वो हम लोगों ने साफ देखा बट प्रश्न ये नहीं है वी हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड दैट द लेफ्ट एंड स्पेसिफिकली इफ यू लुक एट द पीपल्स वॉइस विच वॉज द कांग्रेस पार्टी ऑफ इंडिया माउथ पीस If you look at it from 1942 to 1960, the 18 years, 20 years of the people's voice, the leftist mouthpiece, they were very critical of Ambedkar. They were very critical of his work. Ambedkar was someone who has criticized communism. Ambedkar was someone who was a supporter of free market. But the point is not this. The position of left on social issues, the position of left on Ambedkar, the position of left on Dalit leadership on Dalit issues has been evolving. But the problem is this, that when they claim to be the sole custodian of the marginalized, right. problem mm. we are the one who will give voice to the voiceless. voiceless? Can the subaltern speak? Can the subaltern speak? Yeh alag chal raha hai bhai. Aray bhai, agar subaltern ko bolna hai, toh subaltern te karega na. Aap ko nohoi uske diya hai karne wale. I had a very interesting experience this time. I'm not sure if you have read about it. So, Delhi University College, Lady Shira College, invited me to speak on Ambedkar Jayanti this year. So, unhe bola ki bhai, aap aiye and let's have a discussion on the theme of Ambedkar beyond constitution. A topic hmm. very dear to my heart because I am of the firm opinion that Ambedkar was an intellectual process by restricting him exclusively as a leader of the depressed classes is doing a great disservice to his legacy. So LSR ne mujhe bola ki aap aiye aur baat kariye Ambedkar beyond constitution pe. 
you will be surprised to know that the sfi and the aisf the student wing and the youth wing of the communist party in the lady shiram college they cancelled my event unbelievable they cancelled my event and they said so this is the और आज डेट in 100 years they were not able to find a dalit person in their highest decision making body which was the police bureau abhi aaye hain ek saal pehle west bengal se rajkumar ji is prakar se baat karte hain tum our problem is that that you are not the sole custodian of the voice of the marginalized and the fringe element aapko kya bolta hai aapko ye adhikar kisne diya hai to ye hame samajhne ki aavashyakta hai to ye jab baat karte hain ki bhai brahmanavad se azadi are bhai aap absolutely and 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 you're right i mean not just uh, not just with the dalit representation i think if they claim to stand about equality when it comes to gender the, w- the women of india were not represented in the politburo itself and this is not to suggest even talk about uh, uh, this is 5 minutes more the, uh, that we spent on cpim than they probably <laughs> corresponding to their political relevance today because it's essentially it is a dying force right except uh, in uh, a newsroom studios i actually wrote a tweet today where rahul gandhi when he went and uh, during his whole yatra thing when he went and met to these uh, in, uh, quote and quote intellectuals like aruna roy and yogendra yadavs of this world i'm like he ha- might have won five more good op-eds in uh, tv studios and news medias and stuff or good blogs he's probably lost five elections consecutively in india now if he keeps listening to these people right but you know th- 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 those no, those th- yeah. ah, please, please 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 so, yeah. there is a very good book and i would uh, definitely recommend for your uh, viewers that the book is called the blood island blood okay. island was written by uh, deep deep haldar who is a very senior yeah. journalist at india today and this book talks about how the left government in west bengal they institutionally killed thousands of dalits in morinjopi in sundarban hmm. and i would definitely recommend that you invite probably i will connect you to deep haldar who has written this book, very beautiful account that how yeah. left or the left political institution who claim to be the representative of the dalits they systematically institutionally killed thousands of dalits i i i'm just the reason i was i was not distracted guys i was trying to find a link for our our viewers to look blood island uh, at the an oral history of the so yeah so no i think it's a fascinating book that uh, deep has written and probably you're right i mean we've actually featured a review uh, of that book but i would definitely love to you know do a podcast with him on this as well because the, again these are stories that uh, i think the medium that we have gives us this option and opportunity to talk about these stories because 
the problem with the news cycle is ki aaj to acha this is not a issue today why should we talk about it right uh, this falana dhimka actor is doing this let's talk about this we are not bound by such practices so uh, i i always believe the best um, the best conversation is the one that leads to another conversation so i'm glad that we 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 are having this um, discussion on this but i want to i want to now almost may take a turn back to the book and 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 what you talked about is um so let's from the political uh, political part let's talk about a little bit about the historic uh, uh, part and i found this very interesting that you uh, the amongst the historic figures you had uh, you know ayanakali as you said uh, you had uh, kabir das rani jhalkari bai who was with rani lakshmi bai in the you know in the 1857 war for independence savitri bai phule soira bai so these are these are figures that you know zehn mein hai people have they are on your lips but a lot of people are not familiar with the exact story and the sad part of the world we live in is that now people are wait for streaming shows uh, and movies to find more about that right so i'm glad you are writing a book where you're chronicling the you know the makers of mod- modern dalit history and talking about these women so if we can just talk a couple of minutes about it and you know what you found out when you were researching about them well even today hmm. if you go to parts of madhya pradesh you go to jabalpur hmm. rani jhalkari hmm. bai is still living there can hmm. i say she is still living there she is still living and she is still resonating in the memories of the people over there hmm. Hmm. on her jayanti on her punyatithi unke birth anniversary or death anniversary pe there is huge celebration hmm well, i would not necessarily agree that though. there are i mean obviously we need to document and we need to bring them into the mainstream academic account but locally and culturally they are still alive in the memories of our people hmm. but importantly hmm. in the course of our research we found that uh, and history writing Hmm. you see because it was one of our very great challenges if i can say that hmm. because hmm. history that has been written post independence obviously one family one person one surname as if they were the person only responsible for the entire freedom struggle if you, if you try to do an objective and dispassionate study of freedom movement in india india you would be surprised to know you savarkar before vikram's book came before vikram sampath's hmm. book savarkar came there was a lot of distortion there was a lot of misinterpretation there was a lot of problematic accounts if you look mm-hmm. at uh, our academics if you look at the history but only after vikram sampath's phenomenal work on veer savarkar we saw that savarkar is now being looked at academically so if you need more such studies you need more such accounts you need more such scholarship <laughs> And, and there was so much demonization demonization about savarkar without people having read even 15 words of what he wrote exactly exactly and that is where i see the problem you know savarkar was someone savarkar was a deep social reformer savarkar spoke about caste savarkar was vocal on issues of caste savarkar was vocal on social reforms he said that the caste system must go lock stock and barrel but yeah, yeah he Yeah, I mean, more, I mean, he essentially was an advocate for the annihilation of caste. If I if I may want to use that term, because and 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 I don't I and mean, not just Vikram. I think what you not just Vikram's work, which is phenomenal. I think everyone should read that. But I would say even you know speeches of his that he may have been transcribed and stuff. Read them in you know as as what they said and. 
try to think of the context the reason why you think read vikram's book is you have to think of context because agar 1954 mein kuch bola gaya hai which is resonating with you in 2022 think of how bold a statement it was in 1954 or 64 or whenever it was said and that's what you know i want people to think about as well on this right rightly you said so and in fact savarkar advocated for temple entry जनक के रूप में आप उनके पक्ष को नहीं बताते तो ये भी आप इतिहास के साथ अन्याय करते हैं वर्तमान पीढ़ी और भविष्य पीढ़ी के साथ अन्याय करते हैं आप सो इन दर्स ऑफ आर रिसर्च आदित्यूट मच ऑफ रिसोर्सेज वॉज अवेलेबल ऑन समन लाइक रानी झलकारी रानी झलकारी बाई लाइक आई सेट वो अभी भी मध्य प्रदेश में जबलपुर में जाइए ग्वालियर में जाइए आज भी उनकी मूर्तियां हैं आज भी पीपल वर्शिप हर बट अनफॉर्चुनेटली 100 200 किलोमीटर अवे फ्रॉम मध्य प्रदेश यू डू नॉट सी एनी सेम्बलेंस ऑफ रानी झलकारी बाई इन आवर हिस्ट्री बुक्स कहीं मिलती ही नहीं है रानी झलकारी बाई तो ये एक कठिनाई का तो सामना करना पड़ा था कि भाई अगर इन लोगों के बारे में रिसर्च करना है इनकी लीनियज को इनके लीनियज को आइडेंटिफाई करना कि भाई रानी झलकारी बाई के परिवार का कोई व्यक्ति आज भी है क्या एक ये बहुत बड़ा काम है क्योंकि कहीं ना कहीं उनकी मेमोरीज में ऐसा होगा तो ऑब्वियसली रानी झलकारी बाई अयंकली नारायण गुरु फॉर दैट मैटर थिरुवल्लूर इन लोगों के बारे में रिसर्च करना एक चैलेंज था बट इस चैलेंज के साथ साथ लोकली वी वर एबल टू लोकेट एंड दलित use uh, that analogy to stretch it further i think it's it applies also for many regional leaders like uh, I, i'll give an example i was uh, I, i born and raised in ahmedabad I, we we all know in ahmedabad about dr jivraj mehta who was one of the uh, you know leaders and became a cm of gujarat his wife hansa mehta who has phenomenal contributions to india not just you know as a politician but within the the committee that wrote the constitution along with uh, br ambedkar that's why i brought her name i can tell you so many people from ahmedabad do not would not know about uh, you know shrimati hansa mehta and there are so many icons like that and uh, uh, and, and, and i mean and not just that i mean kanayalal munshi who was the co drafting uh, co drafter and him and uh, br ambedkar is the most fascinating relation you know people talk about nehru and patel but uh, munshi ji and ambedkar debated clashed agreed on so many occasions and stood for each other and came out with a constitution came out with a product that still stands the test of time so it's it's fascinating what we did 60 years ago 70 years ago and it's not talked about today not talked about much today right so uh, uh, again i took a, a little bit of a digression here but you know what is the podcast format if we can't take a few digressions here <laughs> so coming to the you know the closing part the last 15 minutes of the podcast what i want to talk about is the way forward right so um what i mean and when you can take up any of the points that i mentioned 5 minutes ago uh, as well about you know what do you what do you think is the way forward right do we need more such books to come out do we need more 
of this incorporated in our textbooks and then uh, one of the facts that you talk about uh, you know which you talk about Kenneth J Cooper from Washington Post in 1996 who said that there are no dalit journalists in newsrooms at that time which you know mr unial from pioneer uh, then you know wrote a follow up piece but to think about it that we were talking about representation and it almost 50 years after independence someone from the west actually wrote about it that's the sad part about it right so how do you address all this no that that's interesting and uh, while like you said uh, you gave an interesting idea on the interface between km munshi and ambedkar i mean i never thought about it and yeah. uh, how do we encourage more such conversations more such discussion and more such discourses that's very critical and obviously like i said here in india uh, there is usually a practice that uh, and you can have a critical way to look at it as well that uh, obviously on the birth anniversaries and the death anniversaries icons are still remembered obits are being written essays are being published there are small events here and there there are both positives and not so positives way to look at it as well that you cannot restrict these icons only on two days of the year only on their birth anniversary on their death anniversaries they must be studied their contribution must be a part of our syllabus and gradually with the national education policy this is happening and one very important philip which i would say has been brought about with the azadi ka amrit mahotsav with the azadi ka amrit mahotsav the government of india is consciously promoting and cultivating scholarship of icons and the very important and relevant stakeholders in the freedom struggle in the narrative of freedom struggle it's very important you have someone like so yeah we are planning on having a second edition of this book where we will have uh, 20 more icons from the dalit community who have made definite impact on our culture and our civilization mm-hmm. so azadi ka amrit mahotsav is one such effort where now academic conversation academic discussions have begun that how mm-hmm. do we sort of uh, have more rich scholarship when it comes to dalit history the dalit imagination and obviously mm-hmm. the second point which you make about uh, the inclusion and the representation that is something mm. which is uh, a part of our uh, a central part of our discussion here absolutely so today, if you have for the first time in our history we have a woman from the adivasi samaj at the highest constitutional office ek adivasi mahila ka samvidhan ke sarvoch sthan pe jana agar ye inclusivity aur diversity aur representation nahi to aur kya hai Okay, absolutely. You have, and more interestingly, Adit, you would be obviously you are aware that the woman from the Adivasi Samaj has replaced a man from the Dalit Samaj at the highest constitutional office in the country. देश के सर्वोच्च संवैधानिक संस्थान में राष्ट्रपति भवन में एक दलित व्यक्ति का स्थान कोई लेता है तो आदिवासी समाज की महिला लेती है और ये देश के लिए आश्चर्यजनक नहीं है. And it pains you. it pains me adit because yesterday someone from the us sent me a cutting from new york times saying that uh, dalits are facing discrimination fine i'm not living in denialism but you must also speak about that dalits are not are now occupying central positions of decision making this is not being talked about and this is what irks me genuinely yesterday someone sent me on the occasion of gandhi jayanti there was an advertisement in uh, new york times and that is so problematic that is how disconnected the entire uh, western media is no and there is also a bit of racism here where they think that oh let us teach you how representation is done we will tell you how you should do representation ignoring the progress that is already made 
right this is a this is a let us teach you you know the west teaching the east or the the quote and quote i hate the term but they use it the quote and quote first world talking to the quote and quote third world right um but, but and, and what we said like representation in the in the newsrooms is so less so even within the, the even now within the representations that we have in the newsroom they're like the ideological confirmation is seen before anything right because if you talk about politics if you talk and and i'm sure you have faced that i mean i i don't know you know kudos to you because if you dare to swim against the leftist tide in in academia and talk about that the challenges is a complete different thing ki already you are facing you know sort of challenges in the first place and then you have are how dare you uh, how dare you have an independent viewpoint you have to uh, confirm yourself to the one true opinion that has been handed out to us in dossiers very <laughs> correct indeed I mean, that 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 is a different level of uh, feudalism yeah. by the left this is the left feudalism i would say that no yeah, yeah, yeah. you are you to speak on their behalf i am there main hu main hi baat karunga are bhai ye left party matlab mujhe to bolne mein wo lagta hai these hmm. same political parties of the left they have an alliance with someone like rashtriya janata dal rashtriya janata dal is nothing but nandi enterprise अरे आप लोकतंत्र की बात करते हो आप लोकतंत्र को बचाने की बात करते हो और जो पार्टियां परिवारवाद पे कोशिश होती हैं उनके सहायता से आप राज्यसभा जाते हो सीताराम अपनी जहाँ बात होगी जहाँ सत्ता की प्राप्ति होगी जहाँ सत्ता को साधना होगा वहां वो लोग समझौता करने को तैयार है बाहर आनी आवश्यक है आज की तारीख में और कांशीराम ने कहा बहुत इंटरेस्टिंग बात उन्होंने कही थी कि जो लेफ्ट है जो वामपंथी है ये हरे गाछ में छिपा हुआ हरा सांप है ये दिखता नहीं है अचानक से अटैक करेगा ऐसा मानेवर कांशीराम जी ने कहा था जिन्होंने बहुजन मूवमेंट की शुरुआत की भारत में तो दलितों के संदर्भ में वामपंथियों ने जितना बड़ा न्याय और अत्याचार किया है ये लोगों को बताना बहुत आवश्यक No, no, you absolutely. और बिहार की बात की वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग थिंग बिकॉज आर जे डी एंड लेफ्ट के कार्डर्स के बीच में जो वायलेंस होती थी नाइन्टीज में यू नो आई डोंट नीड टू टेल यू यू सीन इट फर्स्ट हैंड यू नो यूर फ्रॉम बिहार बट ये 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 वो इलेक्ट्रल स्टूडेंट का कीड़ा है ना कि यू हैव यू टॉक अबाउट पोलिटिकल पार्टीज वो अंदर बाहर आई जाते सो आई आई दैट हिपोक्रेसी वन वर्क मी मोर बिकॉज if you had asked me as someone who studied elections in india that the two parties that would could never ally were rashtriya janata dal and the left parties because of actual violence i mean guys matlab ye video ko yahan pause kare and just google rjd left murders and violence and i we, we don't even need to tell you you will see about a thousand uh, pieces written on it so uh, from the jangal raj to the nol jangal raj to god knows what days you'll see them but going back so actually you was a very interesting thing you brought up uh, mr kanchiram and this is this is a good time we'll we'll go into our last segment and wrap up the show in the five next 5 10 minutes because mr kanchiram actually you know bsp gained in up you know after them mayawati but he's originally from punjab and that's where the original gud of bsp was right and punjab may we i've done various podcasts on it the the dalit i think the percentage wise is probably the highest uh, in india in terms of percentage of dalit population and very rarely do people talk about the discrimination in punjab that happens or especially within the diaspora also who talk about punjab politics that is completely ignored because it doesn't suit suit the narrative right they'll talk about the um, in bihar or up so and i'm i'm so i'm glad you talked about uh, mr kanchiram in the book as well but how how do you how do you deal with that dichotomy when you Wait, when you talk that's very really interesting that's very interesting 
you see in punjab and obviously see the first step the hmm. first step towards addressing dalit issues is acknowledgement is hmm. acknowledging that there is a problem a punjab mein hmm. problem nahi hai kaun kehta hai punjab mein bhi bhi alag gurudware hain alag crematorium hain usko swikar karna hoga aur is samasya ko identify karke samasya ke samadhan ke prati kuch kaam karna hoga you are in houston you go to new york only this morning a friend told me ki jackson height mein ek ravidasi gurudwara hai जैक्सन हाइट में एक रविदासी गुरुद्वारा है लंदन में रविदासी गुरुद्वारा है न्यू जर्सी में रविदासी गुरुद्वारा है दिस इज द डायस्पोरा सो द इश्यू इज दिस कि विद इन सिक्स विद इन पंजाब और पंजाब में भी जो स्ट्रक्चरल इश्यूज हैं ये नॉट ओनली इन इंडिया इवन आउटसाइड इन डायस्पोरा देर इज दिस प्रॉब्लम और द प्रॉब्लम इज दिस की वेन someone like a congress party they said ki humne dalit chief minister banaya are bhai charanjit singh channi jo canada chale gaye hain aapke dalit chief minister ban jayenge kitne samay ke liye aapne banaya aapka nirnay acha tha lekin sirf 3 mahine ke liye 4 mahine ke liye dalit chief minister banana and aditya i must tell you this ki ek congress ka system raha hai jab bhi congress ko lagta hai ki place holder cm banana hai kisi aise vyakti ko bithana hai कि वो कुर्सी गरम करके रखेगा तो किसी दलित व्यक्ति को बैठा देंगे और यही कारण था यही कारण था कि बाबू जगजीवन राम ने कांग्रेस छोड़ा सिर्फ आपके सरनेम के आधार पे आपको कोई वोट नहीं देगा आज राहुल गांधी जैसे व्यक्ति को भी परिश्रम करना पड़ रहा है तो उसको इस बात का एहसास हुआ है कि कहीं ना कहीं मेरा एक डिस्कनेक्ट हो गया था तो डेफिनेटली एक तो स्ट्रक्चरल इशू को आइडेंटिफाई करना स्ट्रक्चरल प्रॉब्लम को एक्नोलेज करना और तब उसके प्रति काम करना विद इन द डायस्पोरा भी ये प्रॉब्लम है अब इससे कैसे निपटना है हम लोगों को साथ आगे तय करने की आवश्यकता है absolutely and on a lighter note you know uh, because you mentioned mr channi uh, he gave a statement saying uh, he is in canada available 24/7 on his cell phone getting treatment for his eyes and he'll be back soon and he's also apparently pursuing his phd thesis and will be back soon to submit the same ye main nahi tribune india ka report bol raha hai please google karke pad le so i don't know what mr channi is doing this is this this is representation for the uh, say okay if you if the congress party is serious about representation are they giving their leaders the yeah. freedom to choose the candidates to choose their view because election jeetna harna to is a part of it right if mayawati mayawati loses in election she doesn't go to america or russia or somewhere you know opposition mein baitho right talk about it right so it's similarly whether it comes to dalit leaders in bjp or you know the late mr ramvilas paswan because he's had his own share of political you know ups and downs and he's had a very uh, 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 interesting journey but what i want to leave are so we always typically recommend a uh, non political non uh, show book and stuff and one of my first recommendations is the book because what i love about the book is only th- it's 30% or 40% of it is political 60% of it is you are talking approaching and honi bhi chahiye utni to political because you cannot talk about the movement in india without talking about the political uh uh gains but you also talk about udham singh uh, you know and so forth but there is also the cultural aspect for it, of it and 
as you beautifully said a regional aspect for it uh, of it india is a union of 30 states but so many cultural components within those states and i i think you address them very well so please do read it but if if there's any uh, and and then i think uh, he mentioned the book written by deep haldar as well please do read it as well but any closing comments any final words you wanted to say on this before we wrap up the podcast no certainly like i said that uh, dalit issues dalit history the future of dalit discourse in country that's very important that we must study we must have an objective and uh, a dispassionate worldview a dispassionate perspective on this and not just base our opinion on the basis of what is being written in the western newspaper or the western academic establishment or the western think tanks because obviously they also sort of tend to extrapolate things on the basis of their own prejudices बट वास्तव में यदि आपको समझना है तो ये देखने की आवश्यकता है कि आज जब डाइवर्सिटी इक्विटी इंक्लूजन की बात वेस्ट में होती है It was the BJP who first made GMC Baliogi the first Dalit person as a speaker of the Lok Sabha. It was the BJP that, in the entire history of our country, in the presidential nominations to Rajya Sabha since 1952, are there? Since 1952, in the pres- presidential nomination to Rajya Sabha, in the art, culture, and literature category, for the first time, someone from Tamil Nadu, Ilaiya Raja, who is a Dalit, has been sent to Rajya Sabha. Pehli baar. ऐसा एलिट स्पेस बना के रखा था इन्होंने प्रेसिडेंशियल नॉमिनेशन को ऐसा एलिट स्पेस इन्होंने बना के रखा था पद्मश्री पद्मभूषण को आज उड़ीसा के किसी शेड्यूल ट्राइब के व्यक्ति हलदार नाक हलदार नाक को मिलता है तो हम सब के लिए सम्मान का विषय है तमिलनाडु से कर्नाटक से यू हैव वुमेन लेकिन एब्सोल्युटली एंड एंड और उनका बेसिस क्या होता है बिकॉज मेरे पांच अगर अलग मित्र ने आईवी लीग की यूनिवर्सिटी से पेपर निकाले सो लेट मी कोट दोस पेपर मेक मेक अ भेलपुरी आर्टिकल ऑफ इट एंड यू नो डील विथ इट सो आई मीन यू 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 नेल्ड इट यू कॉल्ड यू नो यू पुट इट ब्यूटिफुली की एंड एंड नलिन मेहता आर good friend at mind podcast just uh, he's written a fabulous book on bjp uh, I, the reason i mention it is because he talks about this representation ki the representation is not at ministerial level it's at panth pramukh levels it's at electro so your see when do you feel empowered and i'm i'm not just talking about here you know dalit politics and any community when they feel empowered is because within 100 people who are, you are celebrating diwali and holi together one of them is the panna pramukh one of them is a representation or an mla mla aspirant or something and nalin weaves into this ki the when the rep, when the discussion and and none of it is viewed with the prism of caste or community or something you know it is viewed as you know representation across to you know to a, a, a government post to that post so when that happens that is when the 
you know the discussion is shifted and that's what you uh, put it put forth very wonderfully but uh, thank uh, yes please to abhi durga puja chal raha hai ha aur durga puja mein hamare yahan purvi bharat mein pandal ka ek culture raha hai ki pandal lagta hai aapke western audience ko main batana chahta hu to your western audience i want to just uh, put this on record in patna for the last 40 years for the last 40 years the biggest pandal patna ka sabse bhavya sabse vishal pandal jo lagta hai wo ek dalit samaj ka vyakti lagta hai ye hamari samvedanshilta hai aur aap wahan baith kar ke tay karte hain ki dalitton ka aur hindutva ka connection nahi hai hindutva bahut hi exploitative hai structural hai discriminatory hai to main ye aapko batana chahta hu ki durga puja ho saraswati puja ho chhat puja ho kaavad yatra ho कभी हिम्मत है तो आकर के देखिएगा और यहाँ सोशल प्रोफाइलिंग करके पता चल जाएगा आपको कि कितना है जैसा मैं अक्सर कहता हूं कि दलित है uh you know on that beautiful note you know for wishes to everyone for pujo and yeah. navratri and the dashera uh, which is uh, coming up in 3 days um i really you've been very generous with your time uh, thank you so much for joining yeah. i think it was a phenomenal discussion but aur hamara all our viewers to know this ki once you've come on mind podcast once hum jaane nahi dete so we'll do a sequel to this very soon and we will we'll we'll approach it from all the angles that we didn't have the time to cover uh, in and this let discussion let me thank uh... on record sunanda ji and aptans bhaiya for this that obviously yeah. but for them we met and then this could happen <laughs> absolutely absolutely uh, well i well i appreciate every i appreciate you uh, making the time and thank you guys uh, please like share subscribe please follow follow him on twitter instagram facebook and write to us comments mein likhiye twitter pe likhiye any questions you have you know we'd be love to answer them and we'd love to take them till then it's uh, goodbye good night good morning wherever you are we'll be back next week with more thank you